Hey, Downtown Church, welcome back to the 7-Minute Sunday School. Last week, we were looking at Exodus 5 and 6, and we saw this first confrontation between Moses and Pharaoh, where Moses says to the Pharaoh, this is what Yahweh, the Lord God, says to you, Pharaoh, let my people go. And Pharaoh responds and says, who is this Yahweh? I don't know him. I will not let your people go. And this sets up this confrontation that will take us for the next number of chapters between Yahweh, the God of the Bible, on one hand, and on the other side, Pharaoh, who is not only the king of Egypt, but according to the Egyptians, he is also a god himself. So you have Yahweh squaring off against Pharaoh. Now, Pharaoh's response to the request that the people be released to worship Yahweh in the wilderness is to make their slavery worse. He makes their oppression more brutal. And so the people cry out in their suffering, not just to the, not to the Lord, but against Moses. They say, you came and you've made things worse rather than better. And Moses says that to God. He says, you sent me here, but things have gotten worse. You haven't done anything at all. And so as we saw in 6.1, God says, no, indeed, I am going to bring you out. But in the rest of chapter 6, Yahweh goes on to make Moses some big promises. He reminds Moses that while he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he did not reveal himself to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob the way that he is revealing himself to Moses. I didn't tell them my name, Yahweh, God says. Yahweh. And as we saw a few weeks ago, that name Yahweh means something like, I am who I am, or I will be who I will be. Part of what it seems to communicate is that Moses and the community of God's people will discover who God is by watching what he does. And here God reiterates what he's going to do, and he adds to some of what Moses already knows. Not only will God bring the people out, but God says, I will redeem you. I will redeem you. That language of redemption is the language that's used for buying a slave out of their slavery. And so God not only says, I'm going to redeem you, I'm going to bring you out of the slave of Egypt, but I'm going to bring you to myself. I have a special purpose for you, Israel, my people, with me as your God, and you will be my people. This is huge, great news. But when Moses takes this news to the people, Exodus tells us that their spirit is so broken and they've suffered so much under their harsh slavery that they just can't believe it. And frankly, it doesn't seem that Moses can either because he starts bringing up the same excuses that he brought up at the burning bush. He says, Lord, I'm, I'm not a very good speaker. Why would Pharaoh listen to me? And so God again speaks and again offers words of comfort. And this time he clarifies to Moses, Moses, I am going to bring you out and in that process, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart so that he persists in rebelling. And when he does, I will do signs and wonders, miraculous acts of judgment or justice on Pharaoh so that the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord when I bring this judgment on them. Now, this hardening of the heart is very strange to us. And we've talked about it before. It's confusing because sometimes in Exodus, Pharaoh's heart is hard. Sometimes in Exodus, Pharaoh hardens his own heart. And sometimes, as here, God says that he will harden Pharaoh's heart. What's going on? Well, it seems that part of what's going on is God is simply saying that there is nothing that is outside of my sovereign rule. You're suffering under this oppressor, Moses. You're suffering under this rule of people of God. But know that even his rebellion doesn't ultimately fall outside of my rule and reign. Even the hearts of the rulers are in my hands, Yahweh says. 
But at the same time, we know that Pharaoh is not a robot. This doesn't seem to mean that Pharaoh has no control. Throughout Exodus, as we'll see, God frequently responds to how people respond to him. So another aspect of this seems to be simply this. In Exodus, we have seen the Pharaoh and the Egyptians commit infanticide against the Israelites. We've seen them lay brutal slavery on them. We've seen them oppress them violently and persistently. And part of what's going on is that God seems to be saying, I have heard their cry and I have announced judgment. I am bringing just judgment. The punishment has been announced. The sentence has been passed. And as a result, I have given Pharaoh over to his sinful heart so that in his persistence, I will bring these wondrous acts of judgment. And the Egyptians will know me, this God who is who he is, who will be who he will be, in part as a God who brings justice, dramatic justice, on those who persist in abuse and harm and violence and injustice. That seems to be part of what's going on. So, so, so God gives Moses this comforting word, Moses doubts, and then it tells us that Moses and Aaron hear the word and they consent. They go forward. They go back to talk to Pharaoh. Now, this week, I want you to think about a couple things. First of all, read the text, all of chapter 6 through verses 7-7, and then you ask yourself, where in your life are you like those Israelites, where your spirit is weary where your suffering is difficult, where your heart feels broken, and it is just difficult to believe the promise that God will be who he will be, and who he will be will be a redeemer and a rescuer and a liberator in your life. Share with someone where you feel that burden. And then secondly, look to Moses and Aaron and their example and ask how they might inspire you in your life. It doesn't say that Moses and Aaron had all their problems solved. They've complained to God. They've said, we can't do this. God just tells them, I will be who I'll be. I will show up. I will do these things. It doesn't tell us anything about how they felt, but it does tell us what they did. Even though they're in these their 80s, these two men walked in obedience. So what does it look like in your life, even when your spirit is weary and broken, to walk in obedience, in hope, that the God who is who he is and who will be who he will be, Yahweh, who we also know is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, is the Redeemer, the Liberator, the Bringer of hope, the Bringer of salvation. Consider those two questions, read the text, talk about them with a loved one, and we'll see you next week.